This is Lonely Town with Jimmy and Derek. I know what you're thinking. They're going to do the human video now? Why did they just cover it when they did the song? It's because there was so much. <laughs> so much. You wanted a longer episode? Rich and uh, vastness that we actually forgot. I, well, that was really the truth. of. We were going to mention something about it, and we we forgot. So now we're going to have probably a shorter episode, but you never know once we get talking. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to cover Ewan, the music video. Shot in Utah. Shot in Utah. And that's exactly how it's probably. That's why it gets its own episode. Not just because we forgot. <laughs> I did want to bring up, before I forget, a residency tickets. I've got I've got tickets to to the, the Hot Fuss residency, Jimmy. August 31st, I believe, is a Saturday. I had them for the Friday, but I sold my Friday tickets. Oh. And I got more for Saturday because I have some friends and family going. And there's a ticket in there for you if you choose to. Sweet. If not, one of our lucky listeners can buy it. No, I don't <laughs> give it away. If we get a thousand reviews. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll be down there. Jimmy wants to come down. He's always more than welcome. But he's got, as you heard, six chords that he cut. So he's got some <laughs> obligations. <laughs> so I guess cut the core. It's a, it's a, it's a little ways out. So I'm not trying to hard commit anybody here, but uh, it should be fun if you're down there at that time. I would like get together and uh, talking with some people or or meeting, greeting, doing whatever. I mean, if you're standing in line, maybe I'll come down and and uh, or maybe they'll be behind you in line, bring you a coke or something. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not sitting in. I'm not going to have a barrier here. You're not going to line up four hours early for your reserve seat. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought I'd mention that, uh, put that on your tentative schedule. Well, on, on the topic of residency, there was something I wanted to mention that we haven't brought up yet. Okay. That when we posted about the residency, uh, somebody on Facebook, our friend Kevin Cortez, said y'all sounded sad about the Hot Fuss res- residency in this one with the sad, yeah, <laughs> sad guy picture. And I thought, oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't my intention. And I, I could see how that that could be because I kind of, I kind of downplayed it, or or just said how it didn't meet what I expected. And I guess that that was what I just wanted to clarify was, I'm not sad about it. I think it's great. I just it wasn't what I expected. So, uh, I was just trying to explain how it was different than what what I thought was going to happen. But I still think it's great. I think it's going to be one for the ages, and we're going to see a lot of, a lot of people go and and post about it and and be excited and. Be glad they went. So I I didn't didn't intend to do that. So thanks, Kevin, for calling us out because that I, I helped me want to. <laughs> I wanted to clarify that I wasn't saying this is a bad thing or this sucks. No, this is this. It's still awesome. I just a little bit different than I expected. I was going to put my credit cards. The only thing sad after all the tickets I bought for it, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, we're excited. I was going back and trying to figure that out. I meant to respond to that as well. I think. Um, that day we were having some computer issues and trying to get things going. So I didn't know maybe our emotions or, uh, maybe we were a little frustrated. I don't know. I was trying to figure out where did that come from? Because it wasn't what we thought, but it was kind of what we thought. I mean, we thought they do a residency in Vegas and, uh, I'm definitely not sad about it. I was trying to figure that one out a little bit, meant to respond, but, uh, good, good to be called out. And yeah, we're not, we're not sad. Anytime you can go, well, we are sad guys, but anytime you can go and hear the, uh, hot fuss album, Played in full. I'm I'm down for that, especially yeah. Since uh, like I said, we missed the first, the first tour or the first go round or whatever you want to say. 
I also wanted to give a shout out, Jimmy, our, our, our guy, Sam, who we interviewed a few episodes back. He's been active in our, in our communities and stuff too. He's active in killers communities, but he's been active on our Facebook page. Came to my defense at one point, which bless you, Sam. He's got a new gig. He's drumming for Noel Gallagher's High Flying Carpets Tribute Band. So he's off the uh, Isle of Aaron, I guess. I'm not sure. I guess they're not going to do all their shows there, but he's actually going to be on tour with his tribute band and uh, Noel Gallagher from Oasis um, right up Brandon's Alley. So congratulations, Sam. Even I mean, I know it's a tribute band. It's not with Noel himself, but... <laughs> And maybe someday it will turn into that. Who knows? But I wanted to give him a shout out. And uh, yeah, then he played the drums. Didn't he play? No, he didn't get to play the drum. Not yet. Not yet, but he got the cymbal. Anyway, I want to throw that out there before I forgot to. So congratulations, Sam. Yeah, and I, one more thing. I just want to say thanks to Kathy on Instagram who reached out and told us uh, some of the some of the things that we said on Human that she agreed with and, and told us good job. So thanks for that. I, we always appreciate you reaching out and and uh, giving us feedback on, you know, it's always positive, so that helps. <laughs> Even yeah. Thanks for the interaction. We we do like it because it lets us know that it's not just me and Jimmy in a room talking to each other. Uh, when you get the feedback or hear whatever it is from people, it, it makes it um, worthwhile. Or, I don't know, it makes me feel like this is worth doing, which sometimes is, is good to know because it's a it's a early morning or whenever we get together we're we're away from things we have to edit things to put out there i'm just glad to know that somebody appreciates it yeah, and i guess if if any of you gave up the lonely town podcast for lent we would like to welcome you back and hope you enjoy this episode uh, let's start off with this with this music video it's the first single and it's uh shot at goblin valley jimmy in utah love that place i don't know any of the backstory or or any of why they decided to do it there. I don't know if that was a Brandon choice. I don't know if that was a direction choice. I don't know if they were just driving through on a tour bus and happened to have all these cameras and, and the director <laughs> of the music video there or whatever. But uh, Goblin Valley, um, you want to give a little uh, geographical breakdown of where that's located? Oh, yeah, just 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 uh, what southwest of Green River and north of Hanksville. Everybody knows where that is. Yeah, just <laughs> southern Utah, I guess, south south-central. Yeah, it's pretty much out in the middle of nowhere. I think it was discovered by some some farmers whose cows got away, and they went to go find their cows and stumble across this Martian landscape. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that they shot you in there and not Spaceman. If you yeah, if you look at the the train, they got what are called hoodoos, and those are just those rocks looking things with it looks like a boulder on top of a skinny rock. Uh, there's there's a lot of those out there, and it's cool. It's a cool looking place. It's a uh, Definitely off the grid, like Jimmy's saying, just over there by Hanksville. If you're driving through, it's kind of a place you gotta be going. Yeah, if you just don't stumble upon it. If you're going to raft the Dirty Devil River, you might you might drive past it. No, um, and it's been on a, it's been in the movies. It's been on uh, what's not Space Quest, <laughs> something Quest with Tim Allen in it. That was Space, it was Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, Galaxy it's Quest. it's in that one. Rain Wilson's in that as well. I didn't know that. I haven't seen it for for a while. Um, yeah, so. Goblin Valley, and uh, when you think of Goblin Valley, you don't typically think cougars and tigers and killers. Oh, oh my! <laughs> but yeah, some some interesting shots in that uh, in that music video. And I think I, I'm I'm not certain, but I'm guessing this was, if not the first, it was one of the first appearances of the the feather jacket. So I'm assuming if they hadn't been on tour, I'm assuming that came out for the day and age tour and. This would have come out before the tour. 
That's really? your wife. I thought the same thing. This was a new look for the band, somewhat. Yeah, from going to Samstown to this was yeah they they developed into I think it was last episode where I said you know they kind of became a band like they weren't just on the up and coming third album you're established you're established and I think they're kind of setting a precedent of Brandon's becoming more of a performer uh, he's getting a look down I mean he had his he had his eye guy liner or whatever you call it and his look and his hair but now he's got he's got the feather jacket is that are those pheasant um, feathers I've always I don't know if they're pheasant or chucker or what we got there. <laughs> But he's got a little animalistic in nature into him. So with the video, that was one thing that I kind of was wondering if that was because of the jacket that they decided, you know, what we'll do here is we'll have an eagle flying over and then we'll have uh, the tiger and, and all these things going. Um, and then I thought, well, was the tiger because of Neon Tiger having up a little later? Or was that a tribute to the nod there? Or, you know, you got the cougar running down the trout on the path. So I thought, is this more of a animalistic side of a humans or animal? I don't know. I thought, is there some metaphor here I'm missing, or is it just nature? Nature. We're outside. <laughs> look at what we can do. But yeah, it was. I, it's got to be one of the first times Brandon's wore that jacket, right? I mean, yeah. I think that jacket's over in like the Hard Rock Hotel, in, uh, or maybe not hotel. It's over in England. But I think in the Hard Rock. I don't remember. It's cafe, restaurant, hotel, venue, something like that. It's not. It's not one in in the Vegas Hard Rock. Oh, I don't think so. I couldn't. I haven't seen it live. Could be wrong. I thought it was over in the UK, but I don't even know if it's that jacket to be precise. I just know it's one with feathers. Yeah, and that uh, you know another interesting look will show up later in the Spaceman video, which we might discuss uh, with the shoulder pads that have feathers on them. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, <laughs> it was worth the discussion. <laughs> quite the interesting one. Yeah, just those two music videos are quite the. I don't even know how to describe it. They're just so out there. It's a little out there. It's a little different. I didn't look up who directed it. I probably should have and saw what other products they've done. But yeah, you're setting out in the middle of a Utah desert. I thought Ronnie kind of looked like Getty Lee from Rush, too. I don't know <laughs> if that was a choice or not, but he kind of had that longer slick back hair in his glasses. And no face, no facial hair, right? No facial hair. He's still kind of a baby face Ronnie. I think it's just kind of establishing the band, getting comfortable as becoming performers like we talked about. But it's more of what they'd go on to look like uh, when they'd perform, especially like Prince Albert Hall, uh, that tour. This was uh, definitely setting that stage in that look. Um, one of the things that I did kind of think about again was uh, the Salon to Devotion. I don't think it's a mistake that every time Brandon sings this live, or we talked about it during the song, but also during the video, he makes a... You know, I mean, it's a thing. You stand there and you salute Salon to Devotion. <laughs> I know the crowd now salutes back to him afterwards. It's kind of a call and response type thing, but there's got to be some meaning there. Like that that line, that lyric, that's a thought out thing for him to make that a thing that he does every time he says that or sings that phrase, right? Yeah. Just something to pay attention to uh, when you see the Killers in concert. Obviously, that's what happens there as well, but I just thought that's probably the first time that happened. Um, I don't know that they've done i don't know when the video was recorded versus if they've done tour dates or anything at that point but it has to be pretty close to when the album was released and the single came out and then they recorded the video that's kind of how you did it back in the day uh, also to get up to goblin valley this had to be i mean it's pretty pretty remote it's pretty remote so i don't know whose idea it was but it had to be planned out uh, i do like that in my mind brandon wanted to come and do that in utah i don't know if that's true at all <laughs> but I thought it was, uh, was kind of cool. Central Utah represented, uh, once again, 
were always wondering and looking for those clues um, before Pressure Machine came out. And this was this kind of, for me, a little thank you back to Utah. Um, obviously, I mean, it looks different than anywhere on Earth except for Central uh, West, Southwest America. You can find lots of red rock and things like that. So if that was the idea they were going for, I don't know if it was just so remote that they knew they wouldn't be bothered and they could do a video there without running into tourists or, or people, or if it was something that that's where they want to do because they like the hoodoos. I don't know. It was a nice place for animals to roam around. Have you been there? I've been there. I think we did the Boy Scout camps and had been over there before, but I spent a lot of time there. I definitely haven't been there in a long time. But yeah, Green River, and we go, uh, what's the Colorado River over there? Or Moab. I think you go over there to go to Moab or something. Yeah. Over that area, we did the, the camps over there and some of that stuff. So Yeah, we did, um, we've, we've gone there as a family and, uh, you know, combined with the trip to Moab. So, well, I was pretty famous if you... To Utah, maybe you can slip over there. It's one of my kids' favorite places to go because uh, they just go run around and jump on the um, all the features and play hide and seek or whatever. But next time we go, I'll have to line up some shots. There's not there's not a ton of you know the the music video is obviously focused on the band and not the the place, but they don't show a lot of it. I I really like the end where they do the sun or moon or whatever is supposed to be from the album cover. Uh, behind the band, and then it kind of morphs into the album cover. It's a cool wedding year. The um, there's a ram's head bus. Did you notice that? I didn't. So sitting by the band as they're playing, there's a there's a ram's head, but it's like it's like a bus. It's not a it's not a taxidermied ram's head or anything like that. But it kind of gives tribute back to Samstown, uh, nod back to Nevada. I kind of like that as well. It's one of those I watched it a few times this morning and was trying to find everything. I'm sure there's a lot of little hidden gems and uh, Easter eggs that I missed. But that is one thing I like about the killers is they do seem to pay tribute to where they came from. I like we talked about last episode is, is Brandon being loyal. I think the band shows that as well is just well remembers where they came from, remembers who supported them, got them there and, and putting that right there is just kind of a little hide Nevada. We see you and shooting, <laughs> shooting in Utah, I think is a little bit of that same thing of, you know, Brandon's roots were in Utah somewhat, so. Yes, the the video was directed by Danny Drysdale, and on his Instagram bio it says, film and video director slash producer, The Killers, Echo Smith, The Who, uh, there's a couple names I don't recognize, and more. <laughs> the Who? Yeah, or I recognize that one for sure. Yeah. But he put he put The Killers first. And then uh, and some of his, his um, posts are uh, tagged in... One's in Provo, one's in Eureka, one's in uh, Tibble Fork Reservoir, and oh, I recognize that video. Yeah. Oh, that's Adam Ware's Mission Companion did a music video that he directed. Well, maybe we need to get in touch with this guy, Jimmy. Yeah, looks like a he might be a Utah guy. So be local, maybe that's got one. That explains why. Yeah, that's about all I had. It wasn't a whole lot. I knew it wouldn't be a whole lot, but we did want to mention it and pay tribute. Um, you got the different animals. I don't know. Is that like the band spirit animals or is it just random animals? I, I don't know. There was uh, some of that was kind of the early CGI uh, thing. Yeah. You could kind of tell like it was one shot of the tiger was pretty, pretty bad. It's probably, it's probably really cool at the time. But when you see it now, it was almost not comical, but just like, yeah, we've, we've came a long way from here. So uh, that's really all I got. I, I just wanted to make sure that we commented and talked yeah. about it because I knew, we meant to, and then we had a few other house cleaning things there that we wanted to put out that probably wouldn't fit. So yeah, the whole animal thing is interesting component of the video because you know with 
Brandon coming, putting on this jacket now, and with the feathers on it, it makes him a little bit of an animal. <laughs> Component, I don't know. Yeah, I think it probably helped with his stage presence. We know, and this is just speculation that just came to my head right now, so it hasn't been vetted researched or anything, just top of mind. Uh, when Brandon started, he kind of had a hard time. He's kind of a shy guy by nature, but when you get off stage, he kind of transforms into a different person, right? And I'm guessing something like that could kind of help the transformation as far as, okay, now I got the suit on, I got the feathers on, I can become this performer that's this guy uh, versus uh, the regular guy. And I know we talked about that uh, with Lou Reed uh, when they were looking in the mirror. and It was Lou Reed, right? I'm not mixing up the story. Yeah. And he said, I wish I was that guy. And Brandon kind of had that epiphany of, oh, okay, like, I'm not the only one that has these kind of struggles. Like, he's a performer. You're going up there, you're putting on a, a presentation of somebody, and it might be who you are just turned up to 11, or it might be a whole different, um, you know, nothing to do. Like, it might be nothing near your your personality or whatever. I think uh, this is just more of Brandon's alter ego as far as, I'm sure that's who he wants to be, but he has a hard time being that person by nature. So uh, you have a... And especially at this point, because beforehand, you'd have a couple couple beers out in the parking lot, sound like, and he could go up there and kind of lose some inhibition and, and go that way. But he's trying to clean up and get religious and all that kind of thing. So you have to find another another way to, to reach that goal or to get to that point. So putting on a, a a coat with some feathers on it, spiking your hair up a little bit, and maybe a, maybe a guy liner here or there. Jimmy, <laughs> you can become a different person. It's almost like Halloween. You get dressed up and, and you can become somebody that you're not. So... Uh, that's just speculation on my part that the uh, the feathers and the personality and the offstage perf- persona being developed more that way of being able to become um, the character Brandon Flowers, not necessarily just Brandon Flowers the person, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, just a new chapter for the band, and it seems like each chapter they wanted to go a little bit different direction, and this was definitely unique. A unique one. I did want to mention that too. Uh, I don't know if I'll have another spot where I remember this, but uh, one of the things I like about the Killers, especially as we've been uh, going and progressing with them, um, one of the good things I think, in order to keep yourself relevant, you have to reinvent yourself. And a lot of bands, you can tell it's that band because it sounds the exact same. And it doesn't matter if it was the first album or the last album, you can hear something and you're like, oh, that's you know, insert the band name here and you know who it is and they have a great career and they can go on tour and they're still playing mega hits from the eighties or whatever. Uh, one of the things that the killers have done, and I think that's what's helped them still be relevant today is every album. It seems like they reinvent themselves a little bit. Uh, Brandon will go from, um, wearing a feathered, you know, jacket to whatever he's doing for, for uh quiet town and doing the pressure machine is a whole different, I mean, it's it's a different presentation. It's the same artist, the same band. You listen to Brandon's voice, you know it's the Killers, but it's not so much the keyboards and synth from Hot Fuss to, you know, acoustic guitar on Pressure Machine. And then you have just all the different sounds in between. It's it's the same band, but it's different. And I think to keep yourself relevant and to keep yourself uh, evolving and people are always looking for what's new, what's relevant, if you can change and evolve versus just go back to the same, I mean, cause they could have redone hot fuss three different times. If they wanted to, they could play the same kind of songs, have the same kind of lyrics, have the same kind of themes. And it'd been all right. It'd done. Okay. 
and they'd still be touring and doing all right on it. But even if you go from Hot Fuss to uh, Sam's Town, it's a completely different sound, which is what the critics were kind of upset about at the time. The fans liked And then you go uh, into Day and Age, which we're doing now, which is a whole different sound and a whole different look. And you're talking about outer space and you're talking about like, you know, and then you go wonderful, wonderful, and, and we'll get to all that. But I do think that's one thing. Um, again, I say this a lot, but they've just done it right. Like the Killers, if you're trying to start a band and you're up and coming and you got some talent, I'd go to this playbook and see what they did and how they did that and try to mimic it as close as possible because there's not a lot of missteps or miscues. They seem to timed everything right. I know times aren't the same. Like now you have, uh, you, you can't just go find Lizard King and get big in England. That just doesn't really work. You have to go on YouTube or however you get famous now. But um, as far as their evolution as a band and then kind of changing and progressing but keeping fans, I don't know if that'll make sense, but there's a playbook there and they seem to just keep doing it right. Even if they're not, you know, Taylor Swift, Beyonce level, they're a steady band that keeps growing with popularity that sells out stadiums and arenas constantly. And if you go back to bands that were starting 20 years ago with them and just kind of watch that progression, they seem to be well above, at least they're in the top 10% of that group. So, yeah, and they've done enough had enough variety in their music and albums that go to a fan forum where people are posting about their favorite albums or their favorite songs or least favorite songs. You know, you've got people all over the board that some people want them to just keep making hot fuss type stuff, and some people pressure machines to favorite. So, yeah. you're going from steel guitars and synths, and I I tried to look up if there's ever been a killer song with a banjo in it, and the only thing that came up was a banjo for sale that used to be owned by dave yeah i don't know there's there's a lot of variety there and it's it's only helped them i think to, to expand their fan base and keep it fresh keep it fresh out there maybe we'll have to re-evolve the podcast i know we were the keep it fresh on lowly town we were the hot fuss podcast for an episode so maybe we'll just change our name every few episodes yeah we gotta be full we say we should a band should follow the playbook and we haven't been following they can't see i, I brought i brought my glasses today so <laughs> i don't know i've been trying to keep it fresh and evolve <laughs> yeah that's that's uh, that's all i got we're just happy that they did a video in utah and anytime uh we can sit and elaborate on that we will so yeah one one day i'll have to sit down and put together a list of all the music videos filmed in utah and we'll uh discuss it <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that's another episode down from only town i guess i guess <laughs>